Okay. Love so here we go. Radio. And I'm just going to stop that. Okay, so we're just not going to do the normal international greeting. Um, but we are on air now on Blog Talk as well. And so, so first of all, yes, water is the essence of life. That is why I sell water filtration systems, so that people can have pure water and, um, you know, and our water supply is in peril, you know. Secondly, you know, our energy can move clouds and rain. Yeah, I know you get that, right? And so, and I didn't realize, someone who I trained under, uh, a doctor and a shaman, um, told me how he moved the the rain clouds for his wedding. (laughs) So in, when was it? Um, And two years ago, when I moved here to Georgia, we, and my husband and I, Andrew Calhoun, um, and I went to an event, and there were clouds coming. And so, and you know Rajai Kaldani, I do, I believe as well. You at least know of him through through New Age and um, Eric's and all that. So he was here with us, and I said, "Well, gentlemen, let's just move the clouds. <laughs> let's just move the rain clouds." And we did. And what we didn't take in consideration, what had to move the wet rain clouds was the wind. And so all the tents went flying <laughs> So, So I just want to say that your request is real. Like, I just want to validate your request because we can pray for rain and we can get rain. And so I will, um, I will do that today. Um, and uh, or maybe what we'll do at the uh, at the end of the show is we'll ask everybody to you know to come in and pray for rain in Houston, you know, and in Texas in general because it sounds like it's Texas in general. Is that right? Yes. So we'll just pray for the rain in Texas as, as a collective. Um, and with that being said, and I'll just finalize this, and then we're going to go into topic. <clears throat> um, October first. Uh, my husband and I are inviting whoever wants to come uh, I, to our home. And in the backyard, we're be building uh, a labyrinth. But it turned out we're actually we're doing two labyrinths. They're so going to be kind of like a, an eight, the infinity symbol. So, and after which, we are going to pray for Mother Earth to heal. Um, because it is in such peril, and humanity is, and so is so are the animals and the insects. And so we're praying for the healing of all of that. And so you're welcome to join, and if you're listening here, you're welcome to join. So, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll share that link later. So let's talk about um, leaders travel like, what does that actually mean? You know? Well, you know, everything rises to the surface. It's like the old adage, cream rises to the top. Mm-hmm. And we're known by our associations. We've all heard of birds of a feather flock together. And um, we'll never rise above uh, 
um, those that we associate with. So we better make sure we're associating with, you know, the right folks around us. Um, you know, I was gifted with the talent. Uh, I had to exercise it and practice it every day. I played uh, high school basketball. I so saw I that. Yeah. And, oh, in college uh, too? Yes, I did. And um, I just got back uh, a little over a week ago from my 50th high school reunion. I saw that. So too, yeah. um, I stayed with a couple of buddies of mine in Charleston, South Carolina. And we, uh, it was an all, it was a weekend event, but we went to the Saturday event. Mm-hmm. And it was really great to be able to see people that uh, I haven't seen really for 50 years. Wow. And uh, a lot of us have stayed in touch through social media such as this. And uh, one thing that I've recognized, I didn't like to do it as much earlier in my life, but you know, we need to be readers, mm-hmm. and um, and I appreciate reading more of every decade that goes by my life. Uh, folks have been blessed to go through certain experiences, and they've written about it. And, uh, you know, I want to know what they thought. I want to know what was on their mind at the time. And, I, I, I you know, the thing about every day that goes by, uh, you never know what's behind that face, that facade. When you start feeling the onion back, people are people, and uh, we all have issues and concerns. And so, one of the things that I try to do more so daily is be perceptive, mm-hmm. to use intuition, and the ability to be able to ask the appropriate questions to decipher what's going on and um, and just see how that event goes. Because most of the time, someone will say to me, man, I'm glad I met you today, or I'm glad you said what you said on your broadcast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so what this has done for me is to cause me to dig, dig more of myself because my desire is that I want to be a better individual um, each and every day. Yes. Um, so first of all, I didn't read as a kid. Um, and I didn't because my eyes would skip. I had hit my uh, prefrontal cortex, and I didn't know why I didn't read, you know. And, uh, and I also didn't come across as really the smartest one out of the five. But because I hit my brain, right? Yes. And so once I corrected that, I mean, I can't, I mean, I, I, I can spend, I mean, I, I just won't put, whether that's a tablet or the book, you know, whatever it is, I won't put it down. I can't get enough. Um, I'm kind of a living, walking sponge, if you will. Mm-hmm. And about understanding the lessons that other people go through it's so important um we are here to teach and lead and we teach by sharing our woes but then how we took the woe 
and we just chose to rise up. Yes. And it's okay to have um, bad experiences. They make us who we are today. They make us stronger. And I'm not saying they're fun. <laughs> certainly not. No, certainly not advocating for them. Um, but I am advocating for the outcome. And that makes us wiser, um, yes. more patient, more tolerant. And, um, I mean, my book is coming out this year. Um, and it's going to be transformational for people. Because I did the story in 2016 in an um, anthology. So I had a chapter about, it's called Informed Choices. And it was about, you know, not making informed choices about my well-being and using um, pharmaceuticals, being misdiagnosed, those kinds of things. And it's available. They, anybody who's listening can download it on my website at TucsonEssentials.com, which you know, I can put it up later. But the thing is, the story is so much more. And the new book is coming out. It's called Emotional Healing, Toxic Free Living. And there's so much power in understanding the vast, I don't want to say power, but empowerment that we have of ourselves and others through removing toxicity and replacing it with those things that nourish our souls. And because you and I met basically at a health conference, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, when we do this, it's almost like we're unstoppable. And this year alone, I got hit with so many different um, health concerns um, that you wouldn't even expect. You know, it, it was exposures. Not, I didn't change my, my behaviors. I got exposed to things like radiation and uh, other things um, that really impaired my health. And it was interesting. I had zero fear. You know, a lot of times people get sick, they get scared. They go into a fight or flight. I had zero fear. One, I knew God had my back. And... Um, Secondly, I knew I had my back. <laughs> uh, I had every tool in the planet to support myself um, in recovery. So that was kind of exciting. So tell me, how did you walk into leadership and helping other people to think outside the box? Tell me about that. Well, you know, I realize that each one of us have all been given um, gifts and talents, and they have to be exercised. Um, we have to practice that on a daily basis. And as I said, it's important to have good mentors in your life, people that can give instruction, people that can... Um, help you walk through some things, give you some sound wisdom. And um, 
you know, I've been blessed in relationship to a lot of that. But I put myself out in the market, Jody. I, I, um, I, I want to be used. I mean, I want to be a shining light. I want to be a breath of fresh air. I want to be an encouragement of some kind. You know, when I had prostate cancer 10 years ago and decided to go to Florida, Sarasota, to be treated, um, the validation that I got there without a question was is that this was going to be an instrument in my life to be a blessing to others. Mm-hmm. And when I was in Sarasota a couple of week- weekends ago, sitting down at the uh, Owens Fish Camp, which is very popular in Sarasota. I don't know any strangers, so I'm going to have conversations with people. Mm-hmm. And um, Like you did with us. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, there were two couples that were sitting in very close proximity to me that we had conversations. And these gentlemen were going through many of the things that I was uh, dealing with in 2012, trying to make the decision on what was I going to do. And I decided to advocate for myself. And I actually talked to people about advocating for themselves. Um, It's important for us to realize that the world in which we live is changing. New things are going on and happening. You mentioned the power and authority that a lot of times we do not realize that we actually have. And uh, you talked about fear, having zero fear, but fear holds a lot of people back. You know, when you get a bad word on something, you have the, uh, the ability and opportunity to take that and work it for your good. And again, it doesn't mean that you might not experience some pain. But I tell you what, experiences in life, if you register them appropriately, Mm -hmm. you will have an opportunity to come back around and share with someone else who is in real need of what they need to hear from you. Yeah. um, Yeah, and I think that you know, the fear, we, we actually spoke about fear last week um, of the rock star coach, Michelle Froge. She's on here once a week. She's actually literally a rock star, and she is an intuitive coach. <laughs> so, rock star coach. Um, and one of my closest friends. And, um, you know, fear is a signal. And it's a signal to do things differently and to self-reflect and find out which path you're really supposed to take. And for me, my first fear came in in 2013. I had to apply for disability. I wasn't, you know, able to work, and there was a lot of fear in that. And I was also taking care of my brother who was disabled, who is now passed. And 
I had to stop being his power of attorney. Because, like, how can I be the one responsible for him when people are taking care of me? Right? And there was a lot of backlash for that. But I knew what I just started doing was listening to God. And... Um, and you can fill in the blanks for that. You can call it God, Jesus. You can call it Source. You know, call, you know, we're not here to to divide or to discriminate. That's just my word. And I had to really listen to God and know that, hey, am I okay with my decision, my path? Can I stand and look myself in the mirror? And that's what I started asking myself back in 2012, actually, when I finally woke up to, you know, spiritually woke up. And when you can look yourself in the mirror, you don't really need the approval from outside parties. And if you're not looking to get approval from outside parties, which I call people-pleasing, you can be comfortable in your own skin. And that's where the sweet spot is. Because if you're always, if you're not comfortable in your own skin and you are in self-judgment, that will lead to, you know, disease. Self-judgment is a thought virus and it's a virus that leads to disease. Would you agree? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Take it away. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we, uh, well, like I said, we have a choice. Uh, we can uh, do a pity party. Right. Or we can take the lemons that's come our way and make some lemonade out of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the book, Why Does Bad Things Happen to Good People? Mm-hmm. When it rains, it rains on the good and the bad, you know? And um, so... There's so much in life that we could get sour at. We really could. And it will change our countenance. I mean, it's almost like a cancer. There's so many people today that are frowning. And I have to work on this myself every day. Uh, I tell people this who talk on the phone a lot, get a mirror. Uh, Look at yourself when you're talking to the person on the other end of the phone. They can feel that smile. They can feel the expressions that you share with them. And it's like good medicine. The words are like good medicine. Mm -hmm. And uh, people just, again, it's just a matter of saying, you know what? On this day, I choose that things are going to begin to be different. And you've probably seen or heard of the book, Slight Edge. See, most people jump in whole hog and they think that they've got to do this or that in just a short period of time. That's really not how it works. Everything in life is a process. And if I can just walk out in front of my house and walk to the end of my street and come back, that's progress, okay? And those things that are done little by little, day in and day out, when you add them all up, they are major, major, significant things. That's an accomplishment that you need to be proud of. Well, I completely agree. You know, 
I don't remember if I told you this part of my story, and if I even if I did, it was a couple of years ago, so I'm not sure that you recall, but being proud of those baby steps, right? I uh, I couldn't walk. I mean, I, I my hands weren't working, my shoulder, nothing was really working. And um, I remember my brother said, well, just, you know, go for go exercise. And I'm thinking, I can't move. <laughs> and I'm like, you know. Um, so what I did is my exercise started with walking down, because I was on the third floor, three flights of stairs to get my mail and back up. And then I went to the end of the street and back up. Until I was doing seven miles a day. So the point being is, and I, and I found reasons to walk. Like I would go to the, the grocery store and pick up a couple things, or I'd go to the local um, drugstore and pick up like toilet paper, you know, things like that. Of course, I wasn't using pharmaceuticals anymore, so I certainly didn't need their drugs. <laughs> but they sold toilet paper and paper towels. So um, the point being is that we have to get creative. Stop living in someone else's expectation of how we're supposed to be and really find out what you can do. Now, I was looking at your post, and I copied it and pasted it in my, uh, in my notes here. And one of the thing, things that you said was traveling light is not only a necessity for anyone wanting to do something, do some serious tracing around the globe, but it serves as a valid metaphor for life as well. Let's face it. There are those who just cut a large swath through their life, traveling heavy and weighing things down, while there are others who seem to uh, flit from episode to episode without exacting a heavy toll on those around them. you want to expand upon that? Well, you know, probably one of the things that most people contend with is that before they get started, they feel like they, they've got to have everything that they need. And that's why I say travel light. Learn to wherever you are to use the resources that are there in your presence. And you will find how the, the occasion that you have, the people that you're in front of, the individual that you're in front of, how much that will be utilized. Because, you know, we, we try to traipse around our life and carry all of this and all of that. And uh, I think it's very important to realize that we're strong, we're equipped, we have everything that we need within us, and uh, and so use your day wisely, and you will find that you'll get more things added to you as you do. So, what would be a way to to guide someone into using their day um, wisely? Well, <clears throat> you know. They say that uh, uh, you have to not only tell someone, but you have to show someone. Mm -hmm. And um, it's important to jot things down. And 
if we could just do start with one or two things each day and uh, put it on our to-do list and just get it done, realizing I'm going to do this. I'm not going to let anything hold me back. And believe me, there are going to be lots of noise and that's going to try to disturb you and keep you from accomplishing what you put down on paper. It's going to happen, all right? But just be determined that you're going to see it through and get it done. And once you start with one or two things, then you'll find that you'll be taking on more. And you'll be adding more flavor and more ingredients in your life. And you'll be put in places that you never thought that you would be. And uh, so just, just honor what you have, use what you have, and it will continually grow. So I want to ask our listeners to chime in. What hinders you from moving forward? I'd like to hear, we have a few people listening um, on each platform, actually, um, because we have three platforms. So if you're listening, um, you can, if you're on Podbean, there's a way to make a request uh, from the app to, uh, you know, kind of just call in or to, but you actually sign a, you know, it's not actually a phone call, but um, you call into their app and you can ask, you know, you can contribute. You can call in to Blog Talk and dial 515-605-9325 and you can contribute and ask your questions. Or you can put a comment in the thread on Facebook or YouTube. Um, and actually, you can also put a comment on Podbean. So what is it that hinders you from moving forward? Um, or do you have another question that you'd like to pose? Um, we would like to um, hear. So we've got Facebook user. So if you're in the Facebook group, which is um, shifting your mindset to reclaim your health, you, your your name won't be displayed. Uh, it's just how Facebook is. Um, but the Facebook user says, thank you for sharing such deep wisdom. I needed to hear this message today. Um, let me see if I know who that is. Because um, I'm in the Facebook group. <laughs> Um, that is Naima Latif, our executive producer. Um, so thank you, Naima. Um, and I know she doesn't mind being, the, she's the executive producer. <laughs> well, you know, that's the first step right there, Jody, is just the courage to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to put it down and I'm going to say it. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you begin to do that more often, uh, you will find yourself, uh, you know, sp- speaking up and speaking on the behalf of others who still have not arrived at that point place yet. Well, yeah, I did a post. I, I don't know if it was your post that I shared or someone else's about addressing our childhood wounds. So I shared it about, and actually, I mean, it'd be worth it if I could find it, um, but that is not an easy thing to handle. No. No. 
No, it's not. You know, people don't realize about six to nine years of age, your personality, all your woes and, um, and conflict and even uh, your moving forward in life all takes place at the, that critical age. And so it's very, very important that we look back and, uh, and, and scrutinize and because um, we let things rent space in our head. Thank you. You, yeah, I, I think I've read that article by that. It was a rabbi. I forget who the rabbi was. And is that what you're referring to? The rabbi is talking to his son in the car. Well, I, I, you know, I've heard it many times. It's just go ahead. We, uh, we hear things, and uh, and so we start taking it on. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. And so we we just let it turn over and turn over and turn over and all of a sudden we start living it out. Mm-hmm. We need to turn that to a positive side in our in our lives. And uh, and it can be done. Okay. Well yeah, so let let me connect the dots for people. So by eight years old I had tripped out of the horse stall because we were riding horses and I hit my head on the concrete uh, prefrontal cortex and you know what I'm in the first grade Um, I'm demonstrating that I'm not as intelligent as other people that's what's being demonstrated I can't remember things um, my sister and I would have an argument. My mom asked me my side of the story, and I can't remember anything. Like, not a thing. Now, that's in 1970, because I was born in 1963. So it was 1970, 71, like that. And so the imprint on my soul I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. Everyone knows more than I do, right? Those are just three. And it the the vibration of that because all words have vibration, all thoughts have vibration. Alone will cripple you. So you're familiar with. Um, is it not Hashimoto, uh, Emoto, um, in his water experiment? Are you familiar with this? I think, uh, well, no, I, I, I listened to a lot of uh, things to uh, Bob Proctor. Yeah, he, uh, he talks a lot about, about, you know, the process that we play back and play back and play back. And uh, you're, you're so tr- it's so correct. And uh, that's what, unfortunately, holds a lot of people uh, back. It really does. Well, since our body's 70% water, water. that vibration uh, can take form and does take form. And and Dr. Masuro Emoto uh, did research on the consciousness of water. And so when it's, you know, 
shaped by gratitude and love and positive emotions. You get beautiful, when, and then you freeze that water, you get this beautiful snowflake. And then when it's shaped by low vibration, bad energy, mean words, mean energy behind the words, like you could say a mean word, but if you have like levity behind it, then it's you know not necessarily going to have a negative you know, impact on um, on the body. It still can, by the way, because of somebody else's perception. Um, and then that snowflake or that that uh, freezes differently, as you can see here. Like love and gratitude, or you disgust me. Uh, eternal peace, right? Evil, and thank you. And so. If we know uh, that this, that our energy and our words, our vibration impacts water, right? Um, and we're 70% water and our brain is 70% water, right? Now what? Right? Now what? So, and then... It can stay there as a memory and manifest into disease. Have you seen this before? I've, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I've, I follow and have read Carolyn Lee. She's a neurologist from South Africa. Mm -hmm. She travels the world and speaks a lot about confirmation, affirmations, and she, uh, I've heard her talk about Psalms 1 in taking uh, traumatic brain injured patients. You know, a lot of times people say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. We have the capability oh, yeah. of being able to retrain our brain, and it. Uh, she talks a lot about it. She says, through sophisticated PET scanning, you can actually see like the brain has has the ability to to um, grow branches mm -hmm. and um, through what we say and we repeat and 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 all of that will come into our belief system, you know, and uh, so. I think it's very, very powerful that we have that capability. Unfortunately, you know, most most people, and I don't take away anything that you know doctors can can do. All right, but we have we have authority and power. A lot of times, we just don't use. Thank you. Right. You know. Um, well, there's so many places to go with this. Well, you know, since I met you, I became a brain health professional. I've been studying under uh, Dr. Daniel Amen since 2019 and chose to get my certification this year. And you can retrain your brain. Uh, my husband, who you met, Andrew Calhoun, had a traumatic brain injury. Uh, he chose to retrain his brain. Um, he had, uh, you know... A car accident at the young age of 16 
And, um, and on top of that, lost his eyesight at the age of 21, I think, or 22 when he got punched in the eye trying to save a woman. And so he lost the eyesight in his right eye, which, um, and by the time he was 50, which is when I met him, all those traumas resurfaced. And going back um, to what you were saying about our childhood, uh, and even young adult, I mean, we have to handle uh, those traumas from childhood because it's stuck in our subconscious mind and it's running the show. Right? Right. And it's so not easy. I mean, I realized both of us, Andrew and I, we buried joy somewhere. <laughs> Like out there, yeah. we buried joy, and we decided to choose joy again. Yes. Um, what's yeah. uh, What's so ironic is that it takes more muscles in your face to frown than it does to smile. <laughs> does it really? Yes, it does. Yeah, because it's hard, and I can't even do it. <laughs> You know, you may not speak someone's language, but the universal language around the world is a smile and a handshake, a hug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I'm going to put everybody up to this to have, to do an experiment today. As you walk about your day, send a total stranger a smile and maybe even go out and say, Hey, how are you? You know, like just, and I, and I know a lot of us are introverts. Gosh, no, I mean, I'm an introvert, believe it or not. My mission though is just, um, overpowers me. So I just do it anyway <laughs> and I get over myself. Um, but that smile and that connection can save somebody's life. And right now, we, you know, everyone was talking about the last few years about the health concerns, which really, you know, the real health concern was the mental health concern, right? Go ahead. You're going to say something. Well, uh, you know, you're bringing up some important points that uh, I want to elaborate on. Um, I go to a very unusual uh, church. We we don't pass an offering plate. We actually have boxes at the entrances and exits that people put their tithes and offerings and prayer requests in. But if you ever fly into Houston Hobby Airport, you'll probably see a 175-foot cross that's on the Beltway 8 okay. in the Southwest Corridor, 45 and Beltway 8 of uh of Houston, Texas. And so about 10 years ago, uh, they decided to put that cross up on the freeway because over half a million people every week see that cross. Yeah, I've seen it. Because I went into Hobby and I and I, ha- I I go visit my brother. So I've seen it. 
Well, let, let me let me tell you, as always, when you decide that you're going to do something, you're going to have about half the people that will support you and about other half the people that will be against what you want to do. Other half and their friends. <laughs> That's right. So here's, here's what we've seen over these 10 years is that there's a box out that's on the bottom portion of that huge cross. There's a moat that goes around it, but you can walk out to it. You'll always find someone out there kneeling. Um, you'll always find somebody out there putting some kind of request in. You know, the cross is a symbol, kind of a last ditch effort for many people in life before they decide to, to, to do something. They, um, that might be detrimental to themselves, they'll, they'll look to a cross of sorts. Mm-hmm. And so as far as I know, that cross out there has bordered at least 25 suicides. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it really, it really is. And so, so um, I say all of this to say, be who you're intended to be not what somebody else thinks you should be because you're special, you're unique and distinct. Find your purpose. You know, the richest place in all the world is cemeteries all around the world. People that never lived out their dreams. So discover it, work on it, pray about it. Talk to a mentor about it. Talk to others about it. Exercise it. And you will see where you will be such a blessing to other people. And just as the young lady said, I'm glad you said and talked about that today. I I, I tell you, I get that kind of comment all the time. Don't be afraid. Just be who you really are. And you and God, that's all you need. Thank you. Right? You and God. Because he's got your back. He's got your back. So I want to tell people something I haven't really ever announced online before. They probably would have guessed this anyway because of being on disability and having all the mental health concerns that I had because of all the medications and the toxicities, right? So I'm off of disability, though. I'm back at work. And I'm living, uh, I rented out a room from uh, someone I thought was a friend. And I become suicidal. Yeah, I'm admitting this, um, you know, I was suicidal. And I call my my doctor of psychology, Michelle Kukla, Dr. Michelle Kukla. She's out in Palatine, Illinois. And she gave me the most, the wisest, like, advice, very sage advice. This too shall pass. She says, if you just, and it sounds like really crappy to say, and when you think about it at first, but really, now let me put it into perspective for you. Being, first of all, 
when you think that you don't have an out, you get suicidal. You don't have any other way. You get suicidal. That you're stuck, you're cornered, you get suicidal. But what I'm going to tell you is that once the energy shifts, you get a whole nother perspective. So cry about it, rant about it, uh, you know, sleep about it, but don't take action about it. And it's okay to cry. It's okay to sleep through it. It's okay to go for a run and be angry and lift weights and be angry. And you have to yell into a pillow. Try not to yell to other people. I know it's hard sometimes. I get it. I've been there. But when you understand that everything in the earth is energy and the energy is constantly changing, you it's like my thing sometimes was to sleep through the through the bad energy, okay? And maybe that was an hour, and maybe that was just overnight, like an overnight sleep. But usually you'll, not usually, cancel, 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 always <laughs> you will have a different insight after you've had time to really calm down your brain. Because when we get to the biological about it, you're in fight or flight, you don't know what to do, and there's a, a variety of ways to calm the brain, and which is why I focus on brain health. Uh, because even if you hit your knee and you have pain in your knee, as I was teaching at this church on Sunday, um, great. Let me... Let me work with your brain first. We'll get to the knee in a second. There's actually an essential oil, and you can use them separately. You could buy blends, whatever, and we're not going to really go into all of that, but the essential oil is called Console, and it's three of the key ingredients, or four of the key ingredients are rose and patchouli, which take the brain out of fight or flight in 20 seconds. And they get into your bloodstream in 30. So the first thing we're doing is calming down the brain. And it includes frankincense, which puts the brain in a meditative state, and lavender, which also gets rid of anxiety. PubMed studies, people. PubMed studies. Dr. Perry did. We even got the Western people to agree to that. And so um, if you can do that and really use it, like, so if you buy the oil, I have so many people, they buy the oil and it sits in their purse. Or they buy the oil and it sits on their shelf. You actually have to use the oil, right? That's the next step. First step, buy it. Second step, use it. And third, make it a habit. And, and it's cheap, right? So I'm not here to sell you anything other than a solution for you. And... If you can do that one thing, and then, of course, change your water supply, because we were talking about water being the, you know, um, the flow of life, the gift of life. Those two things, in my opinion, are key, because water, we'll go back to water for a moment, if you're having depression, if you're having anxiety, if you can't calm down your brain, in this county alone, in Cobb County, 
um, in Georgia. We have 18 total contaminants in the water supply. Of those, 10 exceed the EWG health guidelines. All of them are impacting your central nervous system, and all of them are causing cancer at the end of the day, okay? And so people have fear of spending money for this water filter, and they want to go to bottled water, but bottled water has 38 contaminants in them, uh, top 10 brands, and the bottled water comes from your tap, and then it gets additional contaminants because of the bottle itself, which has microplastics. So now you're adding fuel to the fire, and we're still talking about water. So, right, so it's the, and if we're not just talking about drinking water, where especially if you had to make a change, you would get the cheaper thing, which is the shower water, because your skin doesn't have an organ. And so understanding what triggers your mental health, your, your, your happy button or your sad button, is so key. And I had asked a question earlier, what hinders you from moving forward? What do you think it is that's hindering you from moving forward? You know, for me, it was my mindset because I already, you know, filtered my water and all that other good set. For me, what was hindering me from moving forward was thinking that I didn't have a choice in the matter, thinking I was trapped, that I had to do what this person said I had to do, and it's never the case. God will always show you a way. You just have to be open to listening to it. So we have some comments here. So we've got uh, Kira after. She said, I've had multiple brain injuries and retrained my brain so many times. Had a stroke that broke my smile and retrained that. And last night, I reported my parents for a lifetime of abuse, mental, physical, financial, emotional, listening to this while waiting for the investigators to call me back. Well, first of all, actually, I'm going to let you go first. Barry, because I see you. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Kira, here's what I would say is that get you a piece of a notebook, notepad, and write down an affirmation statement for your life. Here's what I'm going to say. I am so happy and grateful now that money flows to me in increasing quantities on a continual basis through multiple sources. I am blessed and highly favored. Good things are supposed to happen to me today. Everyone that I speak to is interested in what I have to say because of the life-altering power that it brings. I am so happy and grateful now that I am living in an abundance of great health, increasing wealth, and thriving relationships. Life is so good. Mm. So, Kiera, that's what I would start. Make it yours. Make it who you want to become. And you will find through repetition, 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 it will become the essence of you. And then build off of that. 
That's beautiful. So I'll add to that. One of the things that I did to retrain my brain was I put those uh, different affirmations, printed them out, and I pasted them on the wall. The bathroom wall, the refrigerator door, uh, the door that I, you know, the entrance door, um, wherever I would show up, right? And so... Because you want to co-create with the universe the best version of yourself and make it easy. And so if it's out there all the, wherever you're looking, um, it um, just supports. I mean, we, I have words of affirmation all over our walls, all over the healing center, because I'm very verbal, I'm very, you know, I like to see that 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 power of positivity. So, and I want to thank you for sharing your personal story. I would like to know some of the things that you did to retrain your brain. If you would kindly um, share with us, what did you do? Because that's pretty powerful. I'd like to know. While we're waiting, we have another, uh, let me see here if I can, um, there we go. You see, I'm trying to see what the comments are um, on the phone, who, who it is, but I, I can't write this. Well, I, I can see this Facebook user is mm-hmm. quoting uh, Isaiah 41. which is so, so powerful. Let me remind everyone of the story of David and Goliath. If you remember, for days upon days, you had King Saul, who was the leader of the military. You had David's brothers and other men that were well-trained in the art of war. But this giant came down into the valley every day to mock their God and to mock them. Mm -hmm. You would think that uh, Saul, who was the leader, the king, would have led his army out there to battle this giant. But it took a teenage lad who was simply bringing a care package from his father to his brothers. When he arrives on the scene... He hears this mocking that's going on. You see, David was already prepared. He took what was given to him, and he used it. If you remember the story, he had a slingshot with a couple of stones. But guess what? It only took one stone to put the giant down. So here's what I want to say to each and every person that's on this broadcast today. You know what? You are special, you are powerful, and you have lots of authority. Be strong and be courageous. All through the Old Testament, you'll find those words. Be strong and be courageous. David, a teenage young man, was exactly that. And he did what he was prepared to do. 
Now I'll say to those that are under the sound of my voice now, you are prepared to do some great and mighty things. Be strong and of good courage. Amen. So I'm going to go to commercial. We haven't done one yet. (laughs) (laughs) Which is okay. So while we are running a quick commercial, um, I would ask you to share the show, okay? And um, invite your friends who you think would benefit from uh, hearing from both Barry and myself. All right. So we'll do a couple quick uh, commercials and let's see if we got. The Female Solution Global Radio TV Show invites you to an invigorating conversation with our team of hosts Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Time. Start your week with Monday Morning Mindfulness with Zelda's Feet. Tuesdays, Self-Self-Care with Jody Susan. Wednesdays, Repairing Broken Families with Naima Latif and Coco's Kareem Hamid. Thursdays, Soulful Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green. And Fridays, Health and Well-Being with Beata. Saturdays, tune in 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time. First Saturday, Success Strategies with Jana. Second Saturday, Wendy Williams Esquire on Relationships. Third Saturday, Move Around with Deborah. And fourth Saturday, Wisdom with Mama D. Join us Sundays, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time for Soul Purpose Healing with Beata. Call in and comment 515-605-9325. Press 1 to speak to the host and be a part of the solution. Hi, I'm Jody Susan, Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over-medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yet, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. It was amazing. At Tucson Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses. And we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food as medicine mindset. How Susan Essential supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food is medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. And we are back and we have a caller on Blog Talk. And so... The number starts with 312-849, and if I'm looking over to the other side, so I've got a, you know, three computers going here, everybody, yeah, <laughs> um, one to the right, one to the left, so we're going to bring them on and see what their question is, and uh, we're going to test first to make sure we can hear well, so, Grand Rising, uh, who, uh, this is Reverend Jody with uh, Self Self Care. What's your name and where are you calling from? Grand Rising, Reverend Jody. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, actually, I'm going to make that a little louder. Go ahead. How are you, Naima? This is our executive I'm producer. fantastic. Can yes, you hear her? Really... I cannot hear her. Okay, so Naima, we cannot hear you. Um, 
getting better. Okay, I've got my volume up. Is that better? Yeah, let me can see. Can you hear me now? Uh, can you hear her now? No. Yeah, okay. So, I'll, I'll, yeah, tell me, let me know if you can hear what I'm saying. Uh, I so know. I can hear it. It's like it's not transferring, but I will uh, repeat what you ask, okay? Okay. So go for it. Yes. Well, I, I'm grateful that your guest is expounding on these things. I struggle with the childhood impressions. Uh, you were talking about earlier, you know, with like the the experiments with Dr. Emoto and how we're shaped by these things. Well, you know, when I was a child, uh, I would I would lose things. Actually, what happened, my mother wanted me to be a nice little lady, and she would give me a purse to carry. Now, of course, you're five and six years old. A purse has no relevance at all, right? I mean, it's, it's like, what am I doing with it? I don't have money. I don't have car keys. I don't, you know, don't have makeup. I'm five, you know, but I, so I would keep losing it because I'd go and play with my friends, and I'd forget the purse somewhere. So she would always... So she's you know, asking you to carry a purse and be this little lady and imprinting upon you... Uh, her values of what a woman's supposed to be that doesn't really resonate with you uh, right. because that's not your idea of what's cool, right? And I'm five. You know what I mean? What am I doing? With? So you're five. I would lose it all the time. And then she would get angry and, and tell me, I'm so, oh, you're so forgetful. You're so forgetful. So I, I'm just playing in my head. I'm forgetful. I'm forgetful. You know, because I would keep losing this purse. I'm five, six, seven years old carrying a purse. I would always leave it somewhere and forget it, couldn't find it. And so now. You know what? Naima, I did the same thing. So what she's saying, just in case, I, so I'm going to, you know, interrupt Naima so other people can, yeah. can play along. Yeah, translate. So Naima's saying <laughs> yeah. that she keeps on losing the purse that her mom gives her at a five-year-old, and her mom's telling her how forgetful she is. So if she gets this imprint on her as a young girl that she's forget, right? And by the way, I had that same thing, just going to tell you. Go ahead, Naima. Mm. So now, so. whenever I get ready to, to, to leave the house, to go anywhere, <laughs> I'm confessing you all, when, if I have a, 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 a you know, job assignment to go either videotape something, I have to go on a trip like I'm getting ready to go now, I have this panic attack, like, oh, my God, because I keep thinking I'm going to forget something. You know, it's been sprinkling in my head. So, and my family knows this. They know that I have this routine. I'll go out to the car, and then I'll come back and, oh, I forgot this. You know, maybe go back and forth about two or three times before I actually leave the house because I'm always panicked. I'm going to forget something. And when I have to go on So I'm going to gonna share this. Far away Hold on, because I want to make sure everybody else can hear because the rest of the world can't hear you. So what she's saying yeah. is that, Every time she goes to on her video shoots or, you know, to uh, she's, you know, a reporter, um, she um, goes and has a panic attack because or a potential panic attack um, before leaving because she's afraid she's going to forget something. She comes back and forth. Um and, you know, it's interesting, Naima, I used to have the same thing, and then I learned to stage. And the staging, as I was, because there's so much to do, there's so many things to accomplish, I found a place 
um, that was worked uh, for me uh, to stage everything. And then I re- would just pile everything there and I could see, so I'd have a, a recall for it. And then when I was ready to leave the house, I took it all from there to the car. Mm. Uh, and I still do that to this day because there's a lot of stuff to go on. And who can remember? I mean, everyone's got CRS disease at some point, can't remember shit. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, so what are you doing to, um, uh, what are you doing to help yourself overcome? Well, what what I do, I make a I make a list of everything I have to take, and it's usually a very long list. And so I try to check off the list, you know. And it's it, that's that's the way it, it's helped me to feel like my mind is organized, because it almost feel like my brain scrambles if I don't do this. So I have, you know, I make a list of everything. Like if I'm going on a trip, I make a list of every item of clothing that I have to take. I make a list of every piece of equipment I have to take. I make a list of, you know, all my personal items just so that I can feel like I, I can look at the list, check it off as I put it in a suitcase or put it in my bag. You know, I do that too. And we all work off the list. My husband and I, we do a list, like especially if, it, if it's an event, you know, like, yeah. uh, a speaking yeah, event or conference. Bad, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like when you do presentations, then you know when you got to pack up and leave. And sometimes, you know, like when the event is open, you got to pack all your equipment and stuff up. You know, maybe one item might get left, like a, you know, a phone plug to charge your phone or something. It's always some little thing. And I always feel so awful if I forget that one thing, you know, and then it be placed in my head. Oh, you're so forgetful, you know. So I have to get over that because I Well, so Naima, what I did, um, my husband uh, received a little plastic toolbox, right, mm-hmm. for work uh, years ago that we kept. Uh, you know, they just let us keep it. But in the toolbox, it had the pens, the paper, paper uh, you know, like notepads. It also yeah, had a uh, staple yeah. gun and little scissors, uh, an extension cord. And so we keep that intact. So all of it's in there uh-huh. all the time. And you grab the toolbox. Right. So that's like box. 20, 30 that's things it. off that list. Because if you always keep that toolbox as is, then you don't have to worry about those 30 things. Right? Yeah. Including my QR, my, my reader for my square. You know, my merchant processing. Yes, I have an extra two yes. one in there. I keep my, my you know, my, uh, even keep my ear seeds in there for, you know, stress reduction. Um, yeah. So, it's, um, so, you know, I'm glad that you brought it up for two reasons. One, when we provided people a solution. But number two, you know, people, your parents imprint on you good things. And they also imprint on you things that you don't need. <laughs> and so it's right. up to you to release them. Barry, right. what do you have to say about that? I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, and, you know, our moms and dads, they simply saw themselves. And not everything that we do as parents are the right thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's not to demean them or take away from their positions, but I think it's good that she can build in a little bit of time that she can just kind of 
sit down, be quiet for a moment, and just visualize everything that she needs for that event. And then breathing is so important for any and all of us mm-hmm. to, because I'm telling you, if you don't build some time for yourself, the day will control you. You have to control the day. And uh, so a lot of these imprints, you know exactly what they are. And the, the way that uh, I believe you can help yourself there is that just get in a room with no one else there, sit down in a quiet place, and just think through everything that you're going to need for that broadcast, that event, whatever it might be. Just play it through in your mind. I need this. See yourself utilizing each one of those. And if you have to work on some breathing techniques just to keep yourself calmed down, I think that that can even begin to help you also. But as Jody said, some of that you're going to have to try to release too. Yeah, and with that being said, um, I want to share real quickly. I created this video. It's called, it's a 528 hertz, bring positive transformation, heal crown chakra, whole body cell repair. Okay. And it's a culmination of different frequencies for brain health that I compiled. Uh, 528 is a frequency of God and love. Uh, we have a frequencies that help with post-traumatic stress disorder in there. We have frequencies that help uh, with brain wave correction um, and uh, getting the brain in a theta state, an alpha state, um, and and it's so powerful that if I don't play it for my birds, they get like they, they you know because there's an animal communicator. They're like, Mama, you know, we love this new video. And I'm creating another one. So I, I put it in the thread here so people can watch it on YouTube. It's free to you. You know, the only thing I would ask is, you know, please subscribe to the channel if you're called to. I'm uploading another one hopefully today or tomorrow. And that one is focused on stress and anxiety. So um, there and anger. So it's allowing us to release stress, anxiety, and anger, you know, give it away to God. Um, and these are just um, harmonizing frequencies. And I'll play just a little bit so y'all can hear it. It's really kind of nice. It also has the monk... Uh, Selfregio frequency. You can kind of hear the raindrops in there. I recorded that. I kind of needed this. Mm-hmm. 
So, oh, and this is our backyard. So October 1st, this is where the giving tree, this is the giving tree. We're building a bookcase around it and putting a bench so people can come by and read books and be with the giving tree. But um, Naeem, I hope that that is helpful um, for you uh, as, you know, because I think what Barry is saying is, you know, go within and bring in God, source energy, and, and center and balance. Right, Barry? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything you want to add to that, Barry? No, I think that uh, speaks uh, very favorably to, um, you know, some steps and measures to institute mm-hmm. to create that change for yourself. And it really is, you know, um, you know, healing is is a process. And I mean, Naima knows this, uh, so I'm really saying this to the rest of the listeners. Um, doctors can't really heal you. Um, you have to heal you. And I'm not saying that yeah. if you get a broken bone or whatever or you know that's not what I'm saying I'm saying that our the disease really comes from our emotions and so they can put a band-aid on it and they can you know sew you up and heal bone but really at the end of the day you have to look at what is driving you and what has hurt you as a child and how it's driving you today and heal that you know heal that and that takes time and honestly it takes time by yourself to just be and and listening to you know healing frequencies like what I'm sharing I'm just going to tell you that those were created from uh, uh, several different medical devices that I own and usually charge $220 an hour for that I was called by God to give away for free. This is really quite a gift. So uh, I hope that you will take advantage of that gift. And um, we're going to, you know, this one's for the brain. I'll do one for anxiety and stress. I'll do another one for pain. If there's something you want me to work on that is a personal issue for you, put it in the thread. And uh, I, I don't, I won't promise when I'll get to it. I'll just tell you I will get to it, right? Like I'll put it, I'll create a frequency for you and put it on YouTube. Um, we have uh, Hira uh, back. Naima, are you complete, or be, can we move on to the next person? Uh, yes, I, I, and I, I think it's been very helpful. Uh, I think what you said is I'll take all of those bits of advice and all of those methods of getting mentally organized and, you know, calm and mind and spirit, and uh, I think I'll be able to uh, solve my problem. So thank you so very much. I well, and, I, and let me just say this. If you forget something, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, that's the thing to remember. You know, stop berating myself if I forget some of them. I mean, if you really need it, you can borrow it. You can buy it where you're at. I mean, or you do without it. 
Yeah, yeah, it's not the end of the world. That's right. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. I appreciate you. Likewise, sweetheart. All right, so we're going to take our next uh, communicator here. Um, let me just see here. Next guest here is saying, uh, Kira, she says, I was having trouble finding the comment box again. I would wait. And so this is, um, you know, she had, Kara, just to bring everybody back in the fold, she's the one who retrained her brain. Um, I would wake up not even knowing my first name or how to move my body from having seizures and head injuries. Observation is the first step of learning. Yeah, self-awareness, right? She said she was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder at one point because I didn't have enough teachers or the knowledge to be myself. Microdosing with psychedelic mushrooms mixed with lion's mane uh, coinciding with the talk therapy was some of the best help. I lived in the woods a lot, being off and on home. I think that's where it ended. I don't know if we were able to get the whole thing. Any thoughts on that, Barry? Well, I'm just trying to wrap my arms around this. Uh, uh, I don't know if you know a little more than I do about, you know, her situation. I don't know anything about her situation. I can, okay. I can ascertain a few things here, but it's, yeah. It's, it definitely seems that uh, she's got a lot going on in her life, and uh, she definitely needs to to begin associating with uh, at least an individual who can give her some guidance and direction through this whole process also that, that uh, might be close to her. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I would also say that, um, oh, interesting. Okay. So um, I announced a few weeks ago that I had a blood test done and the blood test um, showed parasites. It showed fungi that created its own colony and then the colony uh, manifested looking like the bottom part of a butterfly, the top part of a dragon. Then you had a turkey's head. And, and I looked at that. And I'm like, of course, there's no surprise I was misdiagnosed having bipolar disorder, right? <laughs> I mean, because it was like that was your blood work. And so what I want to say to Kara is that I think you should find a naturopathic doctor who can do some blood work or do these scans, there's called Quest scans. I don't know what um, state that you live in. I'd be happy to connect you to one, okay? Um, so if you uh, private message me or, you know, however you want to do it, private message me or um, I think this is the right one, text me, email, whatever, um, I'll get you to a naturopathic doctor who can do a blood test. Because when you have parasites, you can also get labels from the Western community, Western medical community, about things like, um, you know, like the diagnoses that you had, okay, which I think you said borderline personality. Um, and the parasites, you know, I would not be surprised can also contribute to these seizures, right? So... Um, your gut health is key, 
and your blood health is key and the water. And so if you're not doing those things, um, it's really important. Relative to mushrooms. So not including psychedelics. Um, I actually share, and I'd be happy if you message me, I'll send it to you. Um, what every single mushroom does, like, like the top 10 that I use, but the number one thing that all of them do is reduce stress. They're functional, functional mushrooms, meaning things like lion's mane, chaga, uh, cordyceps, and they are all helping with um, stress, but they also have different functionality like for your immune system or for endurance or for brain health. Lion's mane is great for brain health. Brain health. Um, microdosing with psychedelic mushrooms. You know, I don't want to say that I advocate for that, um, but I will say that um, I've seen with proper guidance and holistic health practitioners, it can be effective. I've also seen, just like people abuse food, they abuse that, right? And so you want to be really cognizant and mindful about what you put into your body at all times anyway. So if someone is considering that, you know, I have practitioners in different states um, that, that who are educated, I am not. You know, this is not my area um, who can support uh, using that properly and for your highest good. And if it's even for your highest good, some people, it will cause a trauma. I will tell you, some people it won't. Some people it will clear what needs to be cleared. And what I want to make sure people understand is that what's good for one person is not necessarily good for you. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, like um, one of the things that I do for people is I can test for food sensitivities that if you have food sensitivities, which are rooted in trauma, that will also impair um, how you show up in the world and, and then we reverse them. So um, you have some, you want to share something else, Barry? I, no, I think uh, I would ditto exactly what you have to say there because there are those individuals that can certainly uh, give her direction and to begin to help her in relationship to that. And the sooner the better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then we have here, basically he says, know your triggers, understand the physiology, i.e. increase heartbeat, sweaty palms, and have a plan for what to do when you're triggered and pause all day long. Yeah. And then um, we have another Facebook user says, watching. Uh, good morning, Jody. Watching from Kenya. Cool. Um, oh, that's Millie uh, Kemboi. Hi, Millie. Um, thank you for being here. And then we have, um, where can we get more information about Barry? He's cool and has a peaceful mind and positive outlook. So that's Charles. Charles, let me help you with that. So I've got, we had that banner going on earlier. Let me pull that up again. And thank you for asking. So, Barry, you want to talk about where they can meet, find you? And then I'll. Well, you know, I'm, I'm on Facebook and Twitter. 
and LinkedIn, uh, a little bit of YouTube. Uh, I do link, you know, on the link tree here on LinkedIn. So, uh, you know, I just decided a good while ago, you got to be consistent. You have to be consistent. You can't do this once in a while. Uh, once you get consistent, you begin to set yourself apart. Now, what better way for people to come and see and hear you? And what you're doing is you're actually leading the way. And uh, you're giving them uh, hope. You're giving them some guidance. And you're letting them know that uh, anyone can do this. They can. Because there's no one like you. <laughs> and you've got a story to tell. You just need to start telling it. Um, I think I messed up. Hold on. Let me hide that. So it should be about me. Okay. You got, you got it right. I did. You okay. Right. right. All right. <laughs> the old So is that, but is that? Yeah, that's it. And okay. then HTTP link tree, very old. Oh, I see. So let me do this. I guess what I want to do is put in a, a dash so people know that there's a, make it easier to see that there's a space. That's what I want to do. Or like that. There we go. This should be better. No, not really. Um, edit about me, and then I'll put in a dash. There we go. Yes. There we go. That's easier. I got it. That's and then what I'm going to do is put it again in the comments um, like that. That way people can easily click the link. And so you can see that there. Okay. Um, and Barry, how do you like to serve? Like, how can people, how do you like to serve people? Well, it's, I mean, people can share whatever's on their heart. Um, listen, uh, all of us go through things. And I like to talk about difficulty as well as things that uh, are not as difficult. Uh, people need to just hear about the practical side of living. You know, uh, I'm not here to try to be anyone, uh, and I don't have all the answers, but I do try to be better each and every day. I try to, to definitely hook in to sources that I can grow myself to. Awesome. We are going to go to a quick commercial and invite your friends to join. We're, uh, um, you know, uh, we appreciate you doing that. And if you have other comments or questions, you know, we'd like to hear from you. And um, Kira, if there's any uh, feedback from what we share, please let us know. And uh, like that, we'll be right back. And thank you, Charles, for all your, your um, input as well on Facebook and very, uh, We'll be right back. Okay. Hi, I'm Jody Susan, Susan Essentials. I started Susan Essentials in 2015 because of a personal health journey. I was over-medicated and put on 19 different medications. And yet, I reversed all my chronic diseases using plant and energy-based healing. 
It was amazing. At Tucson Essentials, we support both consumers and businesses. And we do that with helping your employees or yourself with a food and medicine mindset. How Tucson Essentials supports businesses and consumers is we teach people about a food is medicine mindset. So we support people on how to support their own immune system, how to support their brain health, how to support their emotional well-being. And we do that all with plant and an energy-based healing. Hello, we're back. So Barry, one of the things that you have said in the past is about honor. You said heavy is the load of the person who cannot be trusted, breaks promises, fails to keep confidences, and cannot be relied upon. Such a person will find life getting tougher and tougher as the accumulation of those uh, of those who know them for what they are grows. Worse than the accumulated opinion of those let down is the searing pain of a burned conscious conscious uh, conscious within. Perhaps the heaviest load to carry is one of guilt and regret. You want to talk about that? Well, everyone has guilt and everyone has regret. Mm -hmm. For some of us, the bag is a little bit bigger. But, um, But as with anything in life, we first have to acknowledge and recognize what's holding me back, what's uh, robbing me, because it really is robbing you. If you knew someone was going to break into your house tonight, you would take steps and measures to reinforce your surroundings so that couldn't happen. But many times our weeks, there's some guilty aspect, some fear moves in Mm -hmm. to try to rob from us. And so I would ask that you would begin to just look around, look in the closet, see where those skeletons are. See where some of that unnecessary luggage you've been carrying around for a long, long time and uh, decide you're going to just, you're not going to take it to goodwill because you don't want anybody else to have that. <laughs> That's so funny. So, so you just need to uh, have a good old fashioned bonfire. Let it go. And actually when you do a bonfire, you can actually, release anger and stuff into fire and it takes it away, whips it away from the universe. So, yeah, that is true. You know, um, the other thing that you wrote about is um, uh, commitment. You said heavy is the burden. You said Fagla wants to come up. Um, She has lots to say. Uh, Heavy is the burden of too many commitments or casual ones made without thought or conviction. Light is the load of commitments to God, given principles of and worthy goals. While some of the heaviest loads of all are those made up of shards and splinters from commitments we've broken in life. So I am 
going to ask you, I'm going to switch us around here for a minute. I'm going to just do a little technology thing here. I'm going to let you talk about that. Meanwhile, I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to go get Bagelish because she says, Mommy, I have things to say. <laughs> and so she's going to also uh, contribute to the show. And we have Donna here, and I just want to welcome Donna. So I'll be right back. All right. So um, one of the things that is so valuable and important is what do we see in our head? You know, I can remember as a kid uh, laying in the bed in my room, and I would take my finger and put it up like I was drawing on the ceiling. And I would draw different things. And that power should be carried over into our adulthood lives because there's such profound power to it that we begin to visualize who we want to become like. So Jody was talking about a yoke. If you know that there's a scripture, I believe it's in the New Testament, that talks about the Lord telling his uh, telling people to that his burden is light to yoke up with him. You know, a lot of times we yoke up with the wrong things, and that's the reason why we suffer the consequences of what goes on in our daily lives. And so we desperately need to 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 find how we can yoke with him and realize that he tells us to bring our burdens to him. That luggage, those skeletons, bring them to him and release them. Learn to release them. Yes, it's easier said than done, but I tell you what, through repetition, through repetition, it can begin to take place. So who's your friend? So my friend, this is Fagala. And uh, Fagala uh, is a healer. Um, she is also the reincarnation of my grandfather, who died when I was seven. And she came back to me. Well, came as a she. <laughs> In 2016, and she's an intuitive, and she uh, started the show with me, uh, and her message has always been to start with heart, you know, and um, took me a while to figure out who she was. <laughs> she's like, Mommy was just a little slow, right? Yeah. Um, see, Donna's saying, yes, he said yoke is burden light. Now, I, I want to talk about the word burden. <laughs> Fagala is my birdie friend. I loved her. Hi, Fag. Um, thank you, Donna. So, words are powerful. Right, and you want me to talk about this, right? Yeah. 
when my grandfather was alive, he was diagnosed. He was part of the Holocaust. And he was, and you know, you, you know what happened there with all the experimentation. And he ended up with a diagnosis before he died with Parkinson's disease, which my mom also had. Um, by the way, you know, you don't have, even if you have the genes for that, you don't actually have to have it expressed. I'll just say that. But the reason he took his life, he said, I don't want to be a burden in the family. Burden. And he came back as a bird in the family. Burden. And, you know, words are powerful. And the universe oftentimes doesn't hear it in the knots. So he said, I don't want to be a burden in the family. So he came back as a burden in the family. A bird in the family. Um, yeah, whether you believe it or not, you know, you don't have to. But you can just take it for what it's worth. And think about what you say, because that's really the message. It's not whether or not you believe this is my grandfather or whether or not you believe uh, that that this is his reincarnation and, and this is why he came back as a bird. Um, doesn't matter. What matters is that our words are powerful. And so we have to tame our tongue and be careful about what we speak. You want to speak to that, Barry? Well, I think, uh, again, you know, that's the reason why we put bridles and bits in horses' mouths so uh, they can be led. Mm-hmm. You think about the Kentucky Derby. They've got blinders on. They come out of the gates. All they can see is straightforward. And mm-hmm. you're so correct. Uh, we have an echo chamber that hears our words. And once it rolls off of our tongue, it's out there. And uh, that's why I talk a lot about taking your day and being in control of it. Because you can announce that and make that happen. You have the authority, words, as Jody said, do matter. Now, who said sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me? That's one of the biggest lies that have been propagated through the whole universe. Mm-hmm. Because we have the opportunity to bless someone or we can curse someone with our words. I trust that each and every person will decide today, I'm going to be a blessing. I'm going to speak well. I'm going to find something that I can accentuate in a person's life and speak well to that. Yeah, I mean, and I think it's so important that we, look, I mean, I'm going to tell you, I was probably one of the worst offenders. I mean, as a kid and as a young adult, um, in my 20s and 30s and whatever, I did not tame my tongue. It got me in trouble. And so, 
And I had to handle the triggers that that had my tongue, you know, cause pain for myself and others. Well, I think that's why God put it in a wet environment called saliva, because uh, it uh, it can be fiery, that's but also it can be a real, real blessing. We were made to speak, to touch, and um, and that's an opportunity for all of us today to do exactly that. Yeah. And to be really present and let go of the belief system of the six feet apart, right? Hug someone, give them love, and, uh, yeah, do different today. I would just put out there, if what you're doing today isn't getting you where you want to go, do different, right? And, um, you know, you can reach out to Barry here at his about me forward slash B-H-O-L-D-B-A-C-H, or you can go to his link tree, okay? So I promised you at the beginning of the show that we would do a prayer for rain in, in is it all of Texas or do we need to start with Houston? Well, it, it really, uh, much of Texas has been under drought, but I tell you what, I mean, I'm looking out my window right now, and what used to be green is brown now. Okay, so, so let's... We, we, we desperately need some. We really do. Okay, so let's uh, let's uh, go into prayer. I'm going to put you down here, sweetheart. Um, and let me just do this. Let's just say I'm a hugger. Didn't let six feet apart stop me. <laughs> Good for you, Donna. Good for her. Good for them. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. I love that. Um, okay, so I'm going to just create a quick banner here. Prayer for rain in Texas. So we're going to add that there. Okay. And so I'm going to ask everybody who's here, including you, Barry, um, we're going to, um, bring in source energy, God, Jesus, you know, you pick your name and bring them into your heart and bring in all of our spiritual guides. Okay. And thank you. Infinite incorruptible source, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I'm going to bring in the guides of my friend Rajai Keldani. There you go. And my husband, Andrew Thayer Calhoun. We've had an abundance of rain here in Georgia. We are so grateful. Bring the energy, yeah, that. Bring that to Texas. I would be grateful if you could start in Houston today. And just push all the rain clouds. Share all the rain clouds. Everybody, 
put your energy on bringing rain clouds to Texas, Houston, Texas. We'll start there. And the clouds should fly like the eagles. And let the angels come in and, and, and shed their tears of joy and gratitude over Texas. And bring peace and growth and harmony. Bring abundance for all the animals and insects that are there and, and all of humanity. Do you want to add something to that, Barry? No, I just uh, welcome all that you have, Lord, to bring from the sky today. The stratosphere. Mm. You're beginning a, an effect there that is just releasing the water from the skies. Upon this whole area here, we, we need this because we realize that without water, there is no life. And so we welcome that now. Your presence here is so welcome. And we thank you for what's beginning to happen in the sky. Even as I speak, even as I go out and get in my car today, I welcome the rain that falls upon the glass of my car. And I thank you for that. It's your refreshment that you're bringing towards us. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. So much appreciated. And we are removing any interferences in the stratosphere and the atmosphere that would stop rain. Remove any interferences. to bring abundant rain for highest good in the state of Texas, starting with Houston today. Can we have rain today? We can have rain today. Any clouds rolling in yet? No. Actually, it's overcast. Thank you. Because I heard to ask you. Because I heard we're going to get rain very soon. Yes. Um, is there anything else? Is there anything else you want me to add to that? No. Now, oh, there's something I want to add. I don't want this to be a one-time thing. Please consistently provide enough rain for all the cattle and the land and humanity and the birds and the bees. Um, give them rain to fuel the health and wealth of everyone who resides here on a consistent basis. Yes. Yes. Thank you. And fill everybody's heart and heal people's heart. And and we ask this within your name and with uh, pure gratitude. Okay. If there is an interference, I believe it is gone now. There's no interference. Okay. I want to. I would like to report back on Texas. Okay. All right. Uh, so it's 9.53. Is there anything else you would like to...
to share with people before we complete our show today? Your last words of wisdom. I would today? I would just say to folks, just uh, whatever's in your heart and in your mind, just do it. Just go for it. And just go back to your childhood days. You came from the womb. You were coddled with love. Maybe some worked, but then we crawled. And then we began to hold on to something to sturdy our legs. And then we took that first step, but most of us failed. You remember when you learned how to ride a, a bicycle? I do. My brother taught me. The training wheels got off. Guess what? It wobbled, and we fell over, and we skinned our knee. Guess what? That's going to happen to all of us in life. Just determined to get back up. Don't let that wound keep you from becoming who you are intended to be. Mm-hmm. Amen. Donna says, may Texas be refreshed, not just with rain, but with Christ, too, by the power of Christ. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. So I um, uh, I put up a link here, just real quick, um, about, I mentioned this earlier, I am having that event where we are building the labyrinth in the form of an infinity symbol. Um, the backyard doesn't even look like this anymore, actually, because my husband uh, really beautified it. It's amazing. But it's um, October 1st. If you can't make that date, um, uh, we ask, first of all, we ask when you come, you bring rocks, okay? Um, and uh, you can also send rocks in advance of the day if you can't. Um, you know, be here. You bring a water bottle, refillable. We'll fill your fill it with filtered water. Bring your creativity and your prayer. It's from one to five. Uh, I want to thank Donna, um, Donna Prado, uh, for sending us beautiful rocks already in advance for the labyrinth. Um, I w- I'm basically speechless about it. Um, it's she. She sent us a box of rocks. I mean, like it was like a box of rocks. It was the most beautiful rocks I've ever seen. And so those rocks will go into the labyrinth and become part of the healing center, um, and part of help uh, to contribute to healing earth. So, and that link is in the thread. Reach out to Barry. Connect to Barry. See how um, how he can serve you. Reach out to him. Connect. Um, and uh, and let's let's get the party started, right? Absolutely. I want to thank you for sharing your wisdom. Not thank only on oh sure, and not only on today's show, but you share your wisdom all the time on social media. So if you are not connected to Barry on Facebook or LinkedIn. Um, or, you know, connect on his link tree to find out all the places. But um, please do so. Uh, Barry, your wisdom is a gift 
to our community and to the world. And it's, yeah, thank you. So. Yes. All right. I am going to end the show two minutes early. Because <laughs> I think when it's said, it says, right? That's right. All right. That's right. All right. Um, and if you hold on to the show, that'll be awesome. All right. So let's go here and there.